There are definite stages a home buyer goes through in the process of buying a home. Technology has made it so you can find out a lot about real estate without ever seeing it in person or talking to an actual real estate expert about it. But when you're doing that fact-finding online, you're only getting part of the story. When you go to buy an asset as big as a home, wouldn't you rather have the whole story versus the Cliff Notes version? In this episode, we meet Graham, Jordan, and Sarah. These three can give you the whole story and find out your story to figure out what would be a perfect fit for you when you go to acquire the asset known as the American dream. Let's meet the buyer's agents on this episode of the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze. Here's your host, James Plano. Welcome everybody to the Slow County Real Estate with Mr. Hal Swayze. How are you, sir? I'm happy to be here. I got a great group here. Yeah, I'm excited. We do. It's yeah, a full room, it's gonna, full house. It's going to be interesting. This yeah. is the most we've ever had on this, yeah. on this, on this show. On the Hal Swayze Show. It's going to be big. You're a celebrity. And then we have JT. How are you, sir? This is the most excited I've been for one of these podcasts, just because of the people that are in the room. Right. We'll get to the why here in just a second. And Mr. Pete, how are you, sir? Way at the end of the table. Yeah, I'm at the far end today. We got a we got a basketball team and one on the bench. Yeah, it's great. I know. And then we're, we'll talk about the best athlete. But I think I, I know who the best athlete in this table is. He's probably Hal. But and then uh, Mr. Kingman, how are you, sir? You know, microphone just screaming. He's waving. Doing great. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was awesome. Yeah, we've never done this before. Yeah. Uh, we've got some people in the in the room with us. Let's uh, let's talk to them. We got a group of three great, hardworking real estate agents in San Luis Obispo, all born and raised here, which I think is impressive. It is impressive. Yeah, we got two eagles, which and then one uh, one tiger. Oh, they're high yeah. school. Yeah, Rua Grande tiger. Right? Oh, you're a tiger. Of course. Oh, yeah, you're a tiger. Yeah, you can't right. sorry. I'm sorry. Who tigers? So no yeah. Tigers. So Stop it. first, Sarah Humes here, and has been in the company three or four years now, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, buyer's agent Sarah, and you grew up. In Aurora Grande, right? I grew up in Aurora Grande and then went to school in Santa Barbara yep. at Westmont College. You know how to pick the towns, right? Yes. And came back to Slow and uh, Aurora Grande to be, uh, be back in business here. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we love having you on the team. Thank you. Awesome. Likewise. And then Jordan Knauer. Like you said, went to Slow High, also went to Cal Poly in San Luis. I've heard of that university. It's a good one. Small one. I'm really yeah. smart, so yeah. that's good. Yes. And uh, went to San Francisco. Worked Very in- humble. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Worked in uh, real estate in San Francisco and then came back here and have been on the team for almost three years. Good to have you. We love it. And our most senior member of the team, also an Eagle, highest level, you know, well, college athlete, right? So, yeah. you know, that's, you know, we got some good athlete people. No, he was team. a college. You said it with a question mark. He was a college athlete. No, I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you said, you know, the old guy at the end of the room might have been a good athlete, but the, the young stud, yeah, these guys, these well, guys. Well, maybe by age. Graham Baldwin from Roy Grande. Graham, you've been in the business a while, been here a long time? Yes, uh, been in the business for about 10 years here, mm-hmm. back home. Uh, but yeah, I went to, grew up in Roy Grande, went to school up at UC Berkeley, and then came back home uh, in 2014 and been in real estate since. Yep, has his family here, and we love having him on the team. Yeah, so Sarah and Graham, what does a Roy Grande mean in English? It big, means? Big ditch. Yeah, big ditch. The big ditch. All uh-huh. right, well, they're just making sure of the thing. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I thought an arroyo was a canyon. Yeah, that well, sounds a lot nicer. I think the way it just translates into big. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Is that it? We're done for the day. Yeah, oh, done. Okay. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you there. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you guys ask people so many darn questions anyway? Graham, should we oh, start wow. with you? Yeah. The more questions you ask them, the better you can help them. So that's what you're doing by asking questions is allowing yourself to better serve them and help them get what they want. Yeah, I would agree. I think, you know, a lot of the times when you're working with a first time buyer, 
Um, our goal is to help them uncover things that they might not realize are important to them in a house as well. It's very easy to understand maybe the town they want to live in or how many bedrooms, but there's so many more pieces of information that goes into these, these real estate transactions. So by us asking questions, we can really hone in so that we're not wasting anybody's time in the process. Have you ever met with a couple where you guys start asking some questions and you realize it's the first time they've talked about exactly what they want? <laughs> yes, definitely. Even better, the husband and wife have been on the same page or had that conversation before. That's also a, an interesting one as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's rare, huh? Yeah. 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 So, you know, we live in a world where the market's shifting daily. Yeah. What are you guys seeing out there right now? in the marketplace inventory is light and we've seen interest go up interest go down more inventory less inventory right now i mean i'm seeing a lot of buyers get into houses pretty quickly if they're a motivated buyer how important is it that that the buyers motivated it's extremely important right now with interest being higher than than it has been you know a couple years ago and that like covid period. If you're a motivated buyer, it's it's quite a bit easier to get into a home than it was two years ago. There's just less people because interest is higher. There are still a lot of great options out there. And time and time again, you know, we see people getting into properties pretty quickly at a competitive price. Hey, Sarah, let me ask you this. What for a buyer either new to the area or new to buying a house, what are some of the most important things they should do to prepare for success? I encourage my clients to write down a list of exactly what they're looking for in a house describe to me their perfect home the amenities that are important to them they want to be in a certain school district neighborhood area kind of what they like to do activity wise what their life looks like um, because the home and then the location is just as important and then on the financial end i would start looking at my financials what I would like my monthly payment to look like. Also down payment wise, how much you have to put down, then start working with a local lender as soon as possible. And when I'm talking to a new buyer that's coming into town, there's, there's three main things I try to just get off or let them know about right away. And it's like Sarah said, figuring out what they want in a house, where they want to be, that location component. The next thing is getting the lender on board. So like Sarah alluded to, figuring out what that down payment looks like, what the monthly payments look like, and three, picking an agent. So they can help guide you to the appropriate lenders and to the perfect areas that they maybe have had described um, to us. And I would say picking an agent first can be very helpful and streamline the process very quickly so that the process runs smoothly. Graham, when you meet someone new, what, what are some of the things that are most surprising to them when you're talking, especially when you're trying to manage expectations? Because as we've all talked about, there's not that many homes for sale at a given time. The biggest thing is you, you alluded to it there, Hal, was their inventory. Um, you know, we are a small town, so we just have less homes available compared to a San Jose market or a Los Angeles market. You're just not going to have that many options. And then it gets even smaller once you start trying to find the city you want to live in and the neighborhood you want to live in. A lot of times, you know, if there's a specific neighborhood you want to be in, there might be one or two homes that come up in the market that whole year in that neighborhood. So you have to be really prepared when that home does come on. Like we've said, we kind of joke about you have the knife in your teeth ready to fight because, you know, you're not the only one looking for that neighborhood. Pretty typical for us. And it's been that way for a long time, but I think it's even more severe. You guys have seen the ups and downs, but it seems almost more so now with our, you know, the limited number of homes for sale. 
where are you guys seeing most of your buyers coming from? I mean, I know they come from all over, but what, what, is, I mean, what are some things that might be surprising to our listeners? Notice a lot of people coming from Seattle. Surprisingly enough, been a lot of people from uh, Northwest United States, Seattle, Oregon. A lot of people always from the Bay Area, Los Angeles. Uh, we've always had that uh, Fresno Central Valley, um, you know, majority of people coming from there. Uh, more from the Bay Area and Los Angeles I've seen than, like I said, the kind of the one that kind of sticks out that's farther is that Seattle area, which is, I'm not sure what the reason for that is. It doesn't seem like we see as that as many people like moving from point A to B within the county very much. Not as much. Right? No, I would agree with that. Yeah. We, we see our, so some sellers relocating outside the area, maybe scaling down and, and people kind of coming in, but not as many local moves around unless people are like expanding their base. Is that, is that also what you're seeing, Sarah? Yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And then also first time home buyers if they're renting and then they wanna get into the market. So those are more of our local buyers trying to enter the market from yes. renting to buying. Yep. Yeah, good point. The out of town buyers, do they know that slow does not have drive throughs Ooh, that's actually the first question I always yeah. uh, bring up and address. <laughs> um, being an in and out fan, it does bring its drawbacks not having that around town. Right. Or Starbucks, especially. I st- um, I get, I'm not a big Starbucks guy. I'm a Pete's guy. Same thing, yeah. though. <laughs> well, you got to figure, in most cities, you would have to drive 10 to 15 minutes to get to In-N-Out Burger. And so all yeah. you got to do is drive to Atascadero, sure. drive through, yeah. get your six cheeseburgers, yeah. AG, right? Yeah. yeah, so you can go two different directions, depending on which side of town. So I don't really think that's going to keep people from moving to San Luis. I hope not. Yeah. We've kind of overcome that one. Yeah, you know, I, I, I still have issues with it. I have a, I have a question for all the, the the agents here that are working with buyers, and that is that there was a, a bit of a trend that happened a few years ago where these aggregators got in the business, where they were aggregating all the data from our multiple listing service and making that available to buyers so they could preview homes online. Um, I know for a fact that some of the things that are on those sites are so old they're non-relevant. And I've talked to, and I know a number of people, and there have been polls done on people that say, you know, I'd rather just go look online and do this before I start bothering somebody about, you know, because I'm not quite ready to buy. How do each of you feel about somebody calling you saying, hey, listen, I'm just kind of getting my feet wet. I just want to learn a little bit more about the market, or I'm not ready to buy, but I will be in the future. How readily available would you be, or how willing would you be to work with them to help them get to a point that they can buy? Or would you suggest they continue to work with these aggregation sites to try and determine whether they can or can't buy a house? I would highly suggest that they just come to the office and sit down and meet with us, even if it's for 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. When you meet in person, like all of us can attest to being born and raised here, we can really sit down and start explaining these areas so much better than what you can do just on photos and maps online. Jump in the car. How about you jump in the car and go around for 30 minutes? Just drive around and say, hey, you know, you know, we sold that house for that much that year. That's what this, this neighborhood goes for. That's what that home would probably sell for. You know, you know, drive around, let us know what some homes look like that you like. And I love your analogy, Graham. The, I mean, I, I don't think the aggregate sites are going to put a knife in their mouth and go fight for me, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, exactly. <laughs> but you guys, boots on the ground, that's what you do all day, every day. Yeah. Yeah, yep. which is really cool. And I, so I think if there's anybody thinking like, hey, listen, I'll just look online. Just forget that. Just go straight to your, straight to somebody that's going to be boots on the ground, that's going to help you get to where you want to go. Even if you think you're not ready, maybe they have tools that you haven't thought about that can make you ready to buy today. Because as uh, Mr. Turner has said repeatedly, the best date time to buy a house was 20 years ago. Right. Um, and today. Those are the two best times. That's why I really believe that AI is not going to replace that human experience and that that relational experience because real estate is very relational um, working with your realtor getting to know the area um, 
that really, really makes all the difference when you can work with someone who knows the local market, can get you into the homes, and has an insider's perspective. Building relationships, staying in touch with your past clients. Um, you know, that's, that's the name of the game. You know, you're, you're here to help and be a resource, and you want to continue to let them know that you're here to be that resource. So whenever they have a question or a thought or family or friends that want to make a move, you, you know, you're top of mind, they give you a call. What can put a buyer over the edge, you know, and get into a home versus not? What are a couple of things that are, would you say, are important for a buyer? First of all, there needs to be a level of trust and commitment with an agent and a buyer, first of all. I think if you establish and cultivate that relationship early on and understand where everyone's at, that's the baseline for making decisions on buying a house. It's really important to get all of your ducks in a row and get them in a row quickly. Get your lender, understand where you want to be, and be committed and happy about the process of trying to buy a house. When something comes on, being ready and being able to act is probably the most important metric in being able to find something. Pretty time-sensitive issue. All the time, you know. You see houses that go off the market within one day, two days, three days, and so and the best properties do that. And we see it consistently, no matter if the market's in a downturn, upturn, whatever it is, consistently good properties go quickly. And if you're not motivated and ready to go, it will get swooped up and you will miss out. Yeah, I would say fear. They listen to what they hear in the news about the market. You know, the market's going to crash. Home prices are down. Well, that's not that's not the case. And people are nervous. And if you can if you can get rid of that fear, and and actually be and, and replace that with excitement and motivation, um, you're going to have a whole lot better chance and a lot more fun finding a house. Anytime you buy a house, there's going to be fear. When you go to kindergarten, you're afraid. There are so many stages in life that are fearful, and that's a big decision. How would you help someone through that? Because that, that is a big issue, especially if you're first time, right? What's typically the basis of fear is the unknown. If you don't know what's happening, you're not educated, you, that's fearful. So how do you get around that? Well, first of all, you hire a professional like ourselves, who then gets you in touch with a local lender who's a professional. I would say you do any of that before you even start thinking about what kind of house you want. Because you don't want to say, oh, I want this house in this neighborhood. And then now as you go to the lender, it's like, oh, sorry, you can't have that house in that neighborhood. Get in touch, have local professionals surround you. And when you have the knowledge and you have the information, then that fear starts dissipating because now you actually know the numbers. Now, you're, now it looks like, hey, I can do this. Now it's, it's not fear, it's excitement. And let's go. That's get, great. Get out that knife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is an exciting process. Of course, it's going to be fearful and exciting. This is one of the biggest purchases that a person makes in their lifetime. So I completely understand that. And it's very important that I share with my clients the process and provide them with all of the knowledge so that they feel empowered and confident going into it and just guiding them along the way, letting them know that I'm there for them. But also reminding them why they wanted to buy a house in the first place rebringing back that motivation because obviously it's going to be fearful but when people end up closing a deal and getting into that house it seems like 99 percent of the time they are so happy we've kind of talked about how important motivation is to to a buyer i heard a, another realtor uh talk about motivation the other day and he said he asked his clients on a scale of one to ten how motivated are you to buy a house and and the client said six and he goes, well, you know, you're going to be competing with people who are nines and tens. How do you get how do you get people ready for the type of market that that exists today, where sometimes you're competing with two or three other buyers for the same property? Kind of have to have a, a mental shift sometimes 
if we're talking about multiple offers, right? Competing with multiple offers because you always, you know, you hear people say, "Oh, I don't want to get into a bidding war," or "I don't, you know, I don't want to be competing with other people on a property." If you think about it, you know, a bidding war is never not always a bad thing. It's you know, you're you're you know, and especially if you win, wow, I just got something that a bunch of other people want. Got a good asset there. I'm going to guess, you guys help me with this, the fear that people have when making a big home purchase, financial purchase, is the fear of loss. Like they're going to lose money. If you turn that around, that would make them think, like you said, Graham, multiple offers mean, hey, it's a great house. If I, if I for some reason, need to sell it, you know, I'll give you a call. How many of you guys have had somebody that bought a house and called you and said, I don't like it or I want to move? I mean, it's almost a non-issue, right? right? Once you get in, you're like, oh, well, here I am. We know about 30% of the homes today are still going up above the ask price. Not quite the frenzy that it was in 2021, but 30%. You know, when I entered the real estate market in my mid-20s, nobody paid over the ask price. In fact, not many people even paid the ask price. How do you get buyers ready to say, hey, I'm looking at a house for a million bucks, but it may take a million and 50 or a million one to get it. From my perspective, it's, it's a frank conversation. You know, we're talking to the listing agent in most of our scenarios and understanding you know, what this property will require to get it. And once you have that information circling back with the buyer, and I think I alluded to this earlier as well, but talking about their motivation and what the house has that they may want and asking sometimes those simple questions to help them get over the hump is all it takes. Some of these buyers have been looking for three months, six months, nine months, and they've lost out on X house, X house, X house, especially if they're getting a loan, a $50,000 increase, while it does sound a lot, can also appear relatively nominal in a 30-year mortgage situation. Those kinds of conversations, simple questions, helping them understand the, the context of what's going on here are all important and, and it works. Those conversations have actually gotten easier over the last uh, two to three years. When I first got into the business in what, 2014, rarely paid over asking. Um, but within the last few years, obviously, we've seen that trend happen. And a lot of times when I have these you know, consultations with my clients to begin with, they're like, well, how far over asking do you think we have to go? <laughs> and so they, they already assume they have to go over asking. Yeah. You know, I don't even have to have that conversation um, because a lot of these, these buyers, they're savvy buyers. You know, people, they keep their eyes on the market and they know what it takes and, you, and everyone hears about it. So like I said, it's, it's an easier conversation than it used to be. You must be talking to the younger buyers. <laughs> Right, because exactly. the whole, for us has been around for a while. It's like, what? Yeah. Right. It is what it is, yeah. but yeah, right. it's, hard, it's hard to accept. Well, right. but some of the older buyers are the ones that are cashing out in San Jose for $3 million and they're looking at a house here for a million and a half, and they go, well, yeah, I'll pay a million eight. And there's no drive throughs just <laughs> No drive through <Yeah. laughs> No drive through If there was, just imagine how high prices would be. It would, shoot, it would go crazy, yeah. Right? It, it, it would change things. Yeah, and a bowling alley. One question I'd really like to ask you guys before we sign off. What's the best part, being a real estate agent? Handing the keys to a very happy client. Is that when they get ha happy? Right when you hand them the keys, you think? That's the only time, typically. <laughs> no, yeah. In all realness. I mean, it is a bit of a roller coaster. Prior to getting an offer accepted, everyone's a little bit stressed, a little bit freaked out. Then the offer gets accepted, and they're extremely happy. Most time, right? They're like, yes, we want this. I think we paid the right price. And you have your contingencies in place, and you're investigating the house to make sure that everything is okay. And once it gets past that point, then it's another sigh of relief and smiles. And then you have another week or two until it closes when everyone can officially be happy and, and sign off. And there's a lot of smiles throughout the process, but it doesn't come with, you know, fear like we've alluded to. So um, 
that whole process of seeing the joy out of the a happy happy client is 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 always the best. The process is what I like. Um, taking it from the very you know having that first consultation and where they're a little nervous and you know they're not really sure what's happening and you and you're kind of guiding them and and as you you know and if you do your job correctly, they gain confidence as the process continues and and, and goes further down the road and watching them kind of learn the process, especially for first time home buyers, explaining them to them, then kind of realizing it. And then they just kind of get happier and happier as they go because they realize they're getting to their goal. Obviously the end is kind of, you know, which is awesome. Like you said, passing the keys, but I think the whole process from start to finish is, is, is pretty great. It's a very rewarding, satisfying process. I remember when Jay was training me, he's been a really great mentor for this whole time. And he just said, um, he said, think about yourself as you're your client's guide. You're taking their hand and guiding them through the process. And I'm like, all right, I am my client's Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. I'm there to, to, to guide them through this, this big life-changing thing. And so um, I, I just really enjoy it. And then, of course, the end result, giving them the keys and, and the house is very exciting. Every time I've bought a house is... You know, when I'm writing the offer, or my agent's writing the offer for me, I have mentally moved in the house already. To get through the process and to actually moving day, nobody likes to move, but it's so exciting when you're moving into your new home. When you guys watch that, it has to be unbelievably rewarding to be a real estate agent. Yeah, and and I get the first-time buyer impact, too, because the... The difference in the studies they've done, you know, how relevant they are, but between homeownership and, and not having homeownership, there, there's a lot of factors in terms of, you know, things that are come your way. Think back to a couple of data points that, right. that we shared a few months ago, and I can remember two of them. One is that uh, the children of homeowners have better test scores in school than the children of renters. And then the other one I read again just here about a month ago is the the net assets of homeowners is like 60 times that of renters so uh, we know and we've talked about this many times on this podcast that the the best road to you know wealth accumulation in this country is what real estate ownership there you go who out of the three of you has the most comfortable car to ride around and to go look at houses Oh, that's easy. Graham's the nicest, but boy, does that feel like cardboard in there. <laughs> Actually, Hal wins that one. Oh, I get between I, Hal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, tr- the trunk? The trunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. <laughs> well, I would just like to thank these three great individuals. These, these folks are really hardworking. Um, they are very committed to what they do. They're always trying to improve. And um, just proud to be a, a member of the team with these guys. So th- thank you all for doing a great job for our clients. Yeah, I love the metaphors too. We got the the the, the knife wielding pirate over here. <laughs> we got we got the wizard, Jordan. What what we you gotta have you, we gotta have something. I said this car feels like cardboard. As a reminder, <laughs> the commentator. Uh, yeah, the commentator. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. It was fun. I appreciate it, uh, Mr. Swayze. Uh, let's uh, give everybody a connect. How do they get a hold of you and all these wonderful people? Just give us a call at 805-781-3750 or our it's, website. It's the end of the day. It's the other 805-781-3750 or the website location, which yeah, is, go ahead, James. It's That's a tough one to it's remember. It's a tough one. And then email. Hal at teamswayze.com. That's it. Very, very common. All right. 
Guys, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, we will see everybody next week or hear or talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Nice job, you guys. Thank you for listening to the House Swayze Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. It comes out every Monday, so check for it in your feed for the latest information on the San Luis Obispo County market. The Slow County Real Estate with House Swayze Podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and on HouseSwayze.com where you can find current listings and other real estate tips. HouseSwayze.com, that's H-A-L-S-W-E-A-S-E-Y.com. I am James Bueno, Director of Marketing for the House Swayze Group. If you're looking for anything real estate, give us a call, 805-781-3750. House Swayze is a licensed California real estate broker. DRE number 01111911. The Slow County Real Estate with House Swayze Podcast is a production of AGM Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.